Hey guys, it's Tea Thoughts with me, she. Uh, this is a quick hit, uh, full finances episode. So, um, recording in my car, so I don't know if the audio will be better or worse, but I'm able to speak loud because there's stuff going on in my house, so couldn't record there. Um, okay, so today I realized that I was going, well, okay, I have... I have court tomorrow, so I realized that there's stuff going on in my house, so I need to find somewhere to study, and then turns out the library the library is now closed on Sundays. I don't know if this is an everywhere thing. Actually, I think when I was young, the library was open every day, but in Canada, usually, the library is open on Sundays, but it's closed on Mondays. But now, apparently, they changed it somewhere along the line, and libraries are closed on Sundays and open on Mondays. And I say it to say that, well, I didn't have anywhere to go and do my work, right? So, and I thought about going to Starbucks, but then, like, you know, people's documents and stuff, you can't really just have it out in a Starbucks just chilling, and the tables are not wide enough. So, realized that I am going to have it, uh, I am going to have it, Oh, I'm going to go, the only other place I could go to was my um, my school, my old school, my university, because I believe, no, I don't believe, I actually Googled it because I was scared that I was working there and maybe I'm not allowed, so I looked, well, I looked it up after, but I went to study there, right, because there's a lot of places that I know and I'm comfortable there, right, like, I know where I need to sit for me to get into my zone, so I was like, okay, I'll just go there. And randomly, I was wearing my old school hoodie because it's kind of a hoodie day because it's fall. Oh, my gosh. The colors are so pretty right now. The oranges, the reds, the greens, the yellows. I sound like one of those people that love fall because I am one of those people that love fall. <laughs> Everything looks like a painting. It's like I can't get over it. Because normally, okay, I've noticed it before, but, like, I don't know, I feel like this year I'm really noticing it, like, almost like I'm in touch with the fullness, right? Um, so anyways, it looked really pretty, so I decided to go to my old school, and then when I got there, I saw all the messages about convocation and welcome to Brock, um, like, oh, I guess now you guys know where I went to, <laughs> I don't know if I really meant to, whatever, I'm sure it's fine. Um, so I decided, okay, let me go, right? And there was all these messages about graduation. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure a year ago, six years ago, is when I graduated, like a year ago today or yesterday. Because today is the 16th. I want to say possible. Oh. Oh, I thought, I thought my recording had paused. Weird. Oh, it had done that. Oh. I have my... I have a new phone, which I'm actually going to talk about, and it did that thing that it goes down, so I thought it had stopped recording, but it's just chilling. So, I I realized that six years ago, I graduated, woo! And, yeah, either yesterday or today. I think I graduated on a Saturday, so it would have been yesterday. I think it was the 15th, but possibly it was the 16th, one of those days. But either way, it's been six years. And I was like, oh, my gosh, if you know me, I'm all about science. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a sign. Look at me starting to work on my, coming to Brock to work on my case six years on. I'm pretty much a Brock success story. Well, technically, I'm a Brock and some other school success story. But you guys get what I mean. 
Um, this is not a paid advertisement by Brock, by the way. <laughs> okay, I've been there before, but when was the last time I went? I think I went. I go to Brock sometimes. I have obviously I live in the same city, so I've been maybe once, maybe twice, maybe thrice. I don't know, but I have been to Brock in the recent past since I left. But um, it just looks so different, and they have all these new buildings. It just looks. It looks sick. Like, it looks really, really good. The library looks pretty much the same, except they made some of Okay, you know what? You guys don't even know it from back then, so why would you care about it now? But they made some renovations, driving up the hill, for the people that do know what I'm talking about. It's so pretty, like, in the fall, you should do it. Now I know what people mean in movies. I used to hear people saying, oh, my gosh, it's a great campus in the fall and shit like that. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But now I understand. I can actually say I understand what they're talking about. Um. Okay. Um, so got to Brock, realized that this is when I graduated, then I started thinking about it, and I was like, okay, if somebody asked me, was going to university worth it, would I say yes, or would I say no, because it's six years on, it would have been better if it was five years on, because that's quite a clean number, but six is also an okay number, and, you know, it wasn't intentional, so, um, we'll work with six. So, if somebody asked me, are you happy about going to university? Okay, to be fair, I went to university and I also went to college. So, I did two things. So, but we're going to talk about just the university. Am I happy about going? And I would say a thousand percent yes. And that's not like a pride thing. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm proud of that I finished something and I accomplished something. But I'm also just happy about it because it structured my thoughts, man. Like, my love of... I didn't even know that I loved politics until I got to Brock, right? Like, I didn't even know that was something that I was interested in. And then all of a sudden, like, I feel like it's taken over my life, you know? Like, like I fell in love with this thing. <laughs> oh, brother, I'm an idiot. So... I've fallen in love with, I fell in love with this thing. First, I took, my first classes that I took were... I think my, because I started in, the, everything in my life is odd, so I started in May, so it was empty, so by the time everybody came in September, I was kind of accustomed to the campus, so I started in May, and my first classes, I think, was philosophy and English literature. I always thought I loved English because I love reading, but turns out, loving reading and English literature is actually not the same. Um, at least not for me, it was not, I hated that class, it was too, like, it was all poetry, I didn't understand what the fuck was going on, I hated that, um, uh, I'm, I'm a little ashamed to say that I got a D in that class, um, I did philosophy, and I loved that, so I thought I was gonna do philosophy, like, that was gonna be my thing, um, but then, when September came, I was taking a philosophy class, and I was taking a poli-sci class, I think, I think so, I think I was taking, right, I think so, I don't know, but I was taking some classes, and I intended to do a major in philosophy, and then, I don't know, like, poly 1F25, I think it's called, <laughs> it's still my heart, and then I never really looked back, and then afterwards, after I had been doing it, I was like to my mom, I think I want to major in political science. And then she told me, she's like, oh, really? That's cool because that's what your dad did. And I was like, really? And I was like, she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, weird because I didn't even know that, like, until that age. 
So, um, okay, that was a random story. <laughs> um, now you know my school and you know what my dad did at school. <laughs> I'm giving a lot of personal information today. Okay, so, um, so yes, political science stole my heart, hence this podcast. Hence my website, tagera.ca. Go check it out if you haven't already. Um, just, I don't know, like, I loved it. Like, I can say I really enjoyed my Brock experience. The only thing is, I wish I had, um, I had more knowledge about what I was supposed to take away from it and what was required of me. Because even in assignments, I was kind of woo-woo in fairyland, right? I, did, I don't think... I knew what was required of me, but I don't think I knew what was required of me. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Um, But I enjoyed it, and I would say there's some really good teachers. Like, there may be, like, one or two that I kind of like. I remember there's this one time this teacher said a comment about Zimbabwe, and I sent him an email saying, yo, why do you pick on Zimbabwe and stuff? That's, like, so, like... I didn't say it was racist because I don't think that it was racist, but it was like, you know, that talk that people have about, um, it's always like, oh, I think I've said this on the pod before that I had one coworker that was like, oh, my God, don't waste food. There's lots of starving kids in Africa. And I was like, oh, my gosh. The person was also Asian. It was my friend. And I was like, oh, my gosh, don't waste food. There's lots of starving kids in Asia because he was saying it to me, right? And he's like, what? And I'm like, well, there's more starving kids in Asia than there is in Africa. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, there's more people in Asia, so it's obvious that there's more starving kids there. So why is the default don't waste food because there's kids starving in Africa? I mean, we could get into the math of maybe like per, per, I don't know, per capita or per, I don't know, that there's an average more kids. But if we just get into the solid numbers, the default shouldn't be the starving kids in Africa that need to be fed, the starving kids in Asia, because there's more people there. So there's probably more people starving, right? Like, that's just common sense. But I'm not saying that to say, like, to get into a, like, you know, but I'm saying it to make the point that there's there's certain examples that are given that show the negativity of blackness or of developing countries when there's, there's scenarios or examples that would work just as well in Western countries. So I wrote to my teacher ferociously saying, um, why did you use my country as an example? Do you know some people could be offended? He didn't respond. <laughs> ah, okay, um, what else can I, what else did I learn? I don't know. Because when I went to Bob, that's when I started kind of learning about, like, I started learning about Malcolm X. I started learning about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, I, that's when I found out about Aristotle. Um, the Socratic dialogue changed my life, like it literally changed my life because I've always been a why person, but why, but why, but why, but why? And so to know that that was a thing was great. Um I made great friends at Brock. I definitely did. Um, I made really good friends. Um, I had fun, and I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed learning there. I learned a lot. Like, I learned a lot. I'm not going to lie. I learned a lot there. Um, I loved how the classes were structured. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. This, this commercial was brought to you by Brock University. 
what does all of this oh but also i won't lie i also had a lot of financial struggles with Bob. <laughs> there was one time i'm not even gonna get into that but i'm pretty sure if there's any students listening you guys all understand that financial mismanagement is a thing that happens at university or at school and it's terrible like there's just times when you feel like yo why am i so fucking broke and then i was lucky most of the time because i had the job but there was this one random year that i quit my job because i don't know i think i was feeling really inspired by like i don't know i randomly quit my job quit my job and then i regretted it because i was so poor i was so so poor like i was so poor guys i was like poor like i had no money and i was just broke and I hated it. That's why I never advocate for anybody to quit their jobs. And I always say, I always, always say, if somebody tells you to quit their job, they're very wicked and they're not a good person because they're going to tell you to quit your job and then you're going to be left with bills and you are going to be fucked. Like, that's the truth. That's something that I learned at Brock. Um, I also learned that if you don't pay your tuition, they lock your account and you can't see your grades. <laughs> I'm very sure some of you understand, and some of you have been through that, but maybe you won't say it. But it's for finances, so I will be open and upfront about financial scenarios. Um, what else did Brock teach me? Ah, oh, it taught me a lot. I loved my time at Brock, is what I will say. I was a little bit sad when all my friends had finished and I was the only one there, but you know, it was it was cool stuff. Um, yes, yeah, so. Yes, this is an, this is an, so I was, <laughs> so the point was, would I say to people going to university was worth it? Yes, because it structured my thinking and it made me realize, I don't know, would I say that it like made me, it like, uh, what do they call it? Not, um, not radicalized, but. It definitely brought some thoughts to the top of my mind. Um, so, yes, I would say it was worth it. But in a financial sense, everybody knows it's too expensive. Um, I would say, though, I worked most of the time that I was at university. And I think that, especially here in Canada, I think that probably I'm an, I'm an, I'm an immigrant, it's obvious. I think that it would have been very helpful for somebody to let me know that, hey, you know when you're working during the summer, you should probably use that towards your tuition or you should save towards your tuition. You know what I mean? Like nobody really thought about it. So I think that's something that probably would have been helpful for me to even just be paying like some of it towards it, right? Because – but then – I think it's also easy to say that that in retrospect, whereas in when I was at university, it's not like I was, you know, loaded or anything, right? So it's not like I had, like, I was splashing cash around or anything. So, um, but still, I think probably I could have made small payments. And if I didn't make small payments, I definitely should have been making small payments towards um, savings. I was not doing that. I was living my best life. I was partying. I was having fun, right? Um so I definitely should have been saving during uni. Uh, didn't know that I needed to do that. Um, okay, so now it's six years on, looking at my financial situation, thinking about what I paid to go to university. Is it worth it? I would say 100% it's absolutely worth it because most people think that 
if you go to university for we'll say political science you are going to end up working in the government <laughs> that's not necessarily true for me i've been rejected by so many government jobs like i've applied and applied and i've just been rejected they don't even get back to you sometimes and sometimes they get back to you and then you think oh my gosh i got it or they're going to take me to the next level you don't even get to the second level so you're not going to get the opportunity that you think you're going to get because well life doesn't work like that and neither does you going to school but i have noticed that if you have been to school it opens up a lot of opportunities for you because even if you look at a job if it says um i don't know bachelor required diploma required if you don't have it you're already locked out do you know what i mean whereas if you have it you're like oh yeah i do have it and even i've noticed that some jobs even if you don't have the exact qualification that they need they're willing to work with you right because they're like well you may you know you may have the skills that we need so i think it's worth it um i definitely think it's worth it and i think oh and i was reading somewhere that over your lifetime if you have gone to university and if you've not gone to university like there's a difference of like a million dollars that you make so that's a thing to consider but saying that i also understand everybody is like not able to push through right like for me for example the times that i was super super broke i was living at home so yes i was super super broke but it was for like frivolous things i would say right there's no day that i went without a meal because i lived at home right it was like a stupid shit like i wanted to go out i didn't have money or like you know what i mean like my own expenses my own personal expenses so i know that if you are by yourself like like i always feel for um foreign students because i know for example sometimes people when they come from africa i mean i don't know if it's the same as true for people that come from other places right but um i'm only speaking about africans because i only know african students really right so i know sometimes when people come from other places they their parents have enough money to send them here but once they are here it's like yo maybe their parents have used their life savings so that they can get the deposit for school and for them to get here to canada so that they can come but once you're here you're pretty much on your own your family is not going to continue to be able to keep spend, sending you $20,000 a year do you know what i mean that's not every family that's able to do that and a lot of people that i would say a lot of people that like immigrate or come here for school they don't have that kind of money right like so once you're here you're alone and once you're here too especially if you're like african background you have people back home waiting for you to be like hey now you're in canada are you going to like you know pay black tax if you guys don't know what black tax is and i you google it right so i definitely understand that element of it but i would still say yes 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 i definitely think that going to university was worth it financially um there's something else that i wanted to talk about oh yes i remember now i was telling you guys that i got a new phone and i was feeling a little bit guilty about it because i was like do i need a new phone technically no i was sick of my old phone it was too heavy in my hands i thought i really needed a big phone but since that i didn't i have really delicate hands and um i have like delicate long fingers and the weight was killing me so i wanted a new phone and my contract was up So I literally looked high and low to try to find if I could find like a cheap like you know like how I could do it cuz you know I love bargains and I will google and google and google and google and google until I find the price that I'm looking for. So pretty much somebody's running and I'm in the car so I'm scared. Cuz there's this one time I was like Kumosha which means in the village 
and it was a funeral, and I was sleeping, trying to sleep in the car, and all of a sudden I heard, like, I swear to God, some people were trying to rob the cars because, you know, they thought everybody was at the house breathing, so they thought it was a good time to, like, search people's cars, and um, I was the only one sleeping in the car, so I was so scared. I think I started, I don't know what I did, I think I, like, made the car honk or something because I was, I, I was scared. Um, okay, let me go back to the topic of the phone. <laughs> yeah, so I looked high and low, and finally I was just ready to kind of pay more money because I wanted a new phone, and I was going to switch my phone company, but turns out, for finances, call your phone company. They could be able to give you a better deal. I called my phone company, and let me tell you, my phone bill dropped from, like, let me give percentages. I would say my phone bill dropped about 50%. Yeah, I would say that. I would say it dropped about 50% because it just, yeah, it dropped 50%. And, but then I've also been with my phone company for, like, years, like, many, many years, right? So, and I had two lines with them. So, you know, like, they owed me that. So, it dropped about 50%. I did have to pay something for the phone in the sense of, um, like a deposit? Is it a deposit? It's not a deposit. Like, you know how sometimes you have to pay some money on it, like, so that your phone bill is lower? So I did have to pay something. But I calculated it from three providers, I want to say, right? And even still, because I, I ended up going, because I wanted to change my provider because sometimes they don't have the best signal. But it's never enough for me to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm missing out on signal, right? It's like, a, it's a want, it wasn't a need. So I checked it out with three providers, and honestly, I will say, like, the total for the two, and that was using my work discount because we get a discount for my work, and it was still coming up to, like, a total of, like, 3,000-something, right? It was coming up to a total of about 3,000-something for the two years. Yes, guys, I calculated the two years because that's how long a contract is. I calculated everything. It was coming up to over $3,000, and with this one, it was just over, it's a little bit over 2000 So I literally saved a lot. So I'm really, really proud of myself. Um, okay, so I was feeling a lot of guilt. I was feeling guilt like, oh, I could literally just stay with this phone. And um, I could stay with this phone. Sorry, I got distracted. There's another person walking, and I just told you about my traumatic event when I was sitting in a car that wasn't lit up. Um, okay, so yeah. I was like, I could stay with my old phone, I could stay with my old plan, I don't need to change it. But then I was like, but I really want to. And <laughs> and I also remembered that when I got my last phone two years ago, I did not get, like, the most late, the latest phone because I was like, uh, I hate square phones, right? So I was like, I hate square phones. What's the point of me getting a square phone? And it's when they had just started that whole thing about not giving out earphones, I was not ready for that change yet. So, I got, like, an older phone, and, yeah, so I sacrificed last time, so this time I felt like, okay, I can kind of get the phone that I actually want, like, instead of not getting the phone that I actually want, and once I did all my research, like, let me tell you, my phone bill is, like, less than what it was, and I have the phone that I want, so I feel like I don't necessarily need to um, feel guilty, but I did feel that guilt. I did feel a little money guilt because I was like, I technically don't need a phone. By technically, I don't need a phone. 
so I did feel a little guilty, but I was like, I've been good though, like, I've been really, really good about my phone, <laughs> the, that the last one that I got, I didn't get the phone that I wanted, so I think this time I can get a phone that I want, especially because now I've locked in a super awesome price, like, honestly, it's going to be really, really hard for me to go out to another provider with the price that my provider gave me, so I guess to wrap up financial finances for this episode that I thought was going to be short but like we're at 24 minutes so to wrap it up what I want to say is um will university or going to school or taking some type of course or anything that betters you or your craft is it worth it yes it's 100% worth it but you have to be mindful and know that it's not going to be worth it in the way that you think it's going to be worth it, and it's not going to necessarily, you're not going to get a return on your investment exactly exactly when you want. I think it's a little bit like investing. You are not always, you have to know that it's for the long haul, right? If you put your money in the market or whatever, and you think you're going to get a return on your investment on July 31st, that's not necessarily how it works. Sometimes maybe the market takes July 15th, maybe it takes December 15th, maybe it takes I don't know, October 15th. There's no way to know. And I think that's the same thing with going to school or investing in yourself. It could peak today. It could peak tomorrow. It could peak in seven years. You have no way of knowing that, right? So just know that when you're investing, it's not for right now. It's for it's for later. But you don't exactly know when you're going to get that, like, that ka-ching moment, you know? Um, the second thing was, sometimes when you're trying to get right with your money, it's so easy to start feeling guilty about every little spend because it's like it's not necessary it's not necessary you start to get like almost like an anxiety about oh it's a waste it's a waste it's a waste but honestly i just want to tell everybody rein that in right rein it in what's important is that you're having the thought and you're having like the mindset of being like hey is that something that i need or is that something that i want and I honestly believe that the minute that you're proactively thinking about is this something I need or something that I want, you're thinking about your money, right? You're, you're not just recklessly spending. You're actually considering all things that you should be considering. So you're doing a good job. Oh, I'm probably being like one of those people that are like, oh, my God, go, go you. You're doing so great, like, for one little thing. But I think it's a good thing that you can think about, oh, should I spend this? Should I spend this? But don't let that. Don't let that, like, overrun your mind. So, yes, that is full finances for today. Um, go Badgers, go! <laughs> Bye, guys!